Launch on Fire Podcast Episode Number 82 بودكاست Launch on Fire أول بودكاست متخصص ومهتم في عالم ريادة الأعمال والمشاريع الصغيرة والمتوسطة في الشرق الأوسط يقدم لكم محدثكم خالد الزنكي وهدفنا في هالبودكاست مساعدة كل من يدخل عالم ريادة الأعمال والبزنس علشان ينجح في البداية خلونا نشكر الشركات الراعية لبودكاست لونش اون فاير الراعي الذهبي طلبات دوت كوم مجموعة ايسيس المستقبل اسنان تاور وتشوكلت نسك ونشكر الجهات الاعلامية الراعية بعد سينسكيب ومجلة خليجسك Okay, let's get started with today's episode in Launch on Fire podcast. I'm so excited today to introduce my guest, Richard Coles. Richard, are you ready for the launch? I'm ready, Khaled, and uh, very, very happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Richard has uh, 35 years of international experience working with leading companies, and he has a practical understanding of key winning characteristics of effective leaders and their teams. He's in Kuwait for a few days to deliver a workshop titled A Time Goes By, A Time Management Story, which is organized by Vigor Events and Jazz Events. I have given our listeners just a little overview about you, Richard. Take a minute or so to tell us about yourself so our listeners get to know you better and give us an overview about the time management and how to control it and its importance for entrepreneurs and startups and small businesses. Right. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's great to be here. I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm a trainer, as you said. I, however, I worked in corporates for some 30, 30-odd years. My last job uh, actually was as a head of training for an airline in the Pacific. And I actually did that because I, I took a year off and I was asked by the CEO to come over and fix customer service, but also to fix the training department, of which I had 25 people I had to manage. Um, many of them with very poor time management, as well as other business practices that didn't actually uh, run very well. So I had to use all the strategies I could think of to make sure that I maximize the output of the team and also at the same time made their work meaningful. Make sure that they had a good time working because they were miserable actually. They were very unhappy. Uh, the last manager um, did very little in, in terms of, of motivating them and getting them to realize that they played a part in the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've gone back to my business, Coles International Training. Delighted to be working with Vigor on, on this. I've been wanting to work with them for some time and come back to Kuwait, which where I have haven't been actually, I think we were just talking six, seven years and mm-hmm. to uh, look out the window and see incredible changes and progress um, as as the country deserves. So it's really great to be back. Um, as far as entrepreneurs, um, I can tell you a story um, before that word ever came up, maybe. Um, when I started out uh, my in, in, in the business, I, I'm from the airline business and I started with an airline called Qantas in London, England of all places. And I was on a junior management scheme and Dave was my mentor, if I can call it that. It was less sophisticated mentorship than it is today. Mm-hmm. And one day we were looking out the window as we could look here, although a different scene, it was Piccadilly Circus, which is where I worked nearby. And I said, Dave, what do I have to do to be successful in this business, this airline business, this travel industry? He said, get a piece of paper and a pencil and I'll give you three points. So very eager as a 20 year old, I got my piece of paper and pencil. I wanted the, right? I wanted the secret recipe 
trophy of being successful in an organization in those days. And a lot of them, a lot of the points apply to today as well, by the way. So he said three things. First of all, product knowledge. Know as much as you can about your product and services and your competitors because you're in a selling position. Mm -hmm. So that's great. I wrote that down. I'm shortening the story a little bit. The second point he said is communication skills. Communicate, communicate, communicate. If you get your communication skills right, it will hold you in good stead for your career. And he, this is probably one of the biggest points. He was absolutely right. That is putting your hand out and shaking someone's hand um, and saying, how are you? Mm -hmm. um, which my dad taught me when I was a young boy, how to say hello to somebody, um, as well as, 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 as holding a meeting making a presentation um, and just getting along with people, which in an industry, in any industry, in any corporate environment is vital, getting along with other people. Mm -hmm. So I ticked that off and drew a line. I said, Dave, what is the third point? He said, time management. Get your time right. You'll never have enough time to do everything that you want to do. Balance your time. Learn how to manage your time correctly. Budget it as you would budget your money carefully and make sure that you maximize your time on the important things, the value added things that help drive your career forward. And he said, I don't want you to forget this. And this is a good point. It applies very much to this part of the world. Don't forget your family. Don't forget the time that you need to spend for, with them. And if you're running around in circles trying to catch up on yourself because you didn't finish all the work between nine and five or nine to six or some people today, nine to seven or eight to seven, um, then you're not going to have time to take the kids out. You're not going to have time uh, to, to talk to your family in general. So th those that kind of struck me and has stuck with me all these all these years. Awesome. So let's build a solid foundation for our conversation today. Why most of the people, they fail in managing their own time? Uh, I would say call it because it's emotional. Um, uh, I can uh, hold a seminar and tell you all the wonderful things about time management, um, some of which you heard and some you may not have heard of, and also from my own personal experiences, which I do in the in the training and others, other people's experiences. But you have to feel it emotionally. And you know, what do I mean by that? You have to emotionally understand the value of time. Have you ever had a situation where you've wasted a complete day and you get to that end of the day and inside yourself you feel absolutely yucky. You feel mm -hmm. terrible. Mm -hmm. I said, I've lost a day of my life doing nothing. I've accomplished nothing. You've got to get angry with yourself in, in, to a certain extent. And you've got and, to and say- some, to, some of the people, they wish they have more than 24 hours a day. Well, I, I guess what? We're not going to have more. Um, let me tell you a story. If I gave you a check for $84,600 right now, a check, mm -hmm. well, you'd say this interview is over and you're off you go, right? You'd be invest, you, whatever you don't have left colored in 24 hours from now, you've got to give back to me. What mm -hmm. would you be doing with that $84,600? Uh, I won't take it. So I will take the 24 hours. You'll take the 24 hours. Yeah. All right. But if you did take the, <laughs> if you did, we have 84,600 seconds every day of our life. Mm-hmm. And if we don't hard hard invest that as we would that money, um, it's irretrievable. It's the most precious resource resource we have. Um, the other thing is about those who say, and by the way, there's a lot of naysayers and doubters in this whole thing, and I'm going to face them in, in the class. I know mm -hmm. that in the seminar. My job is to try to get them to, to think just a little bit differently about it. And that's why I say the emotional response to losing time, mm -hmm. getting angry with yourself, trying to visualize yourself being successful by handling your time. The reality is, of course, and I want people to realize this, that you cannot do it all uh, you, you can't do it all at once. What I'll be showing them to, uh, what, what to do is to chip away at it. 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, 45. Before you know it, at the end of the year, you could have saved weeks. 
and mm-hmm. I'll show them how they do that. It, just by, sh- by, by saving just a few little tips here and there. It sounds simple, but it's not easy. It's not easy. Nothing worthwhile is easy. That's the other thing, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to uh, lose weight and get the figure in, that's in your mind um, of yourself, what you used to be maybe at 21, it's going to be damn hard work and you're going to have to spend a lot of time on it. It's be, it uh, let me give you a tip on this straight away. Mm-hmm. It, it's concentrated effort towards a wonderful goal, but you've got to visualize yourself in a new situation. Visualization is a strong um, and wonderful tool to mm-hmm. use. You just got to, st- you know, it, it's a paradox, really. Um, mm-hmm. People say, well, I can't save time. I don't have time to do it. And, and I say, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. If we, <laughs> if you take a little bit of time to save time, the, the, the end result is going to be a time saver. Now, it may not be much to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I can't promise anything. I cannot promise anything. You've got to feel it inside of yourself. I want to do this. Awesome. Richard, we'll take a tiny break right now and we'll continue our conversation after this tiny break. Just to say thank you to our sponsors. والحين خلونا نشكر الشركات الراعيه لبودكاست لونش اون فاير، الراعي الذهبي، طلبات.com، مجموعه ايسس، المستقبل، اسنان تاور، وشوكلت نيوز، ونشكر الجهات الاعلاميه الراعيه بعد، سنسكيب ومجله خليجسك. طلبات.com اول موقع الكتروني وتطبيق لطلب الاكل اونلاين في الكويت ودول مجلس التعاون الخليجي علشان تطلب الاكل اونلاين وتطلع على اخر عروض المطاعم زور موقع طلبات.com او نزل تطبيق طلبات على الاندرويد والاي او اس والويندوز مجموعة ايسس واحدة من الشركات المتخصصة في مجال تقنية المعلومات المتنقلة تاسست في 2004 وعندها خبرة ومعرفة في قطاع الاتصالات في الشرق الاوسط وافريقيا واحد من تطبيقاتها برنامج بايت على الاندرويد والاي او اس تقدر تدفع فواتيرك عن طريق هالابلكيشن الاسنان هي سحر جاذبيه اي واحد فينا ابتسامتك لازم تكون متميزه لان في البزنس لها دور في مستوى تاثيرك في الناس اللي حواليك اسنان تاور اكبر العيادات في الشرق الاوسط والمتميزه في علاج وتجميل الاسنان في الكويت اتصل على اسنان تاور واحجز موعدك اليوم على 257-3666 شوكلتنس أول مشروع كويتي متخصص بصناعة وإنتاج الملتين كيك بدأ برأس مال 500 دولار وعقبها توسع وصار عنده خمس فروع منهم فرعين يقدمون فيهم قائمة طعام متكاملة بالإضافة لمصنع للإنتاج في الكويت اتصل واطلب على 22 960606 او زوروا موقعهم الالكتروني chocolatenest.net شركة السينما الكويتية الوطنية سينسكيب عندهم اكثر من 11000 كرسي في 11 موقع في الكويت افلامهم متنوعة من اكشن وكوميديا ودراما ورعب واثارة وتشويق مع سينسكيب تعيش الدور واكثر من 60 سنة وسينسكيب في خدمتكم خلي جيسك مجلة كويتية مميزة لها نمط ثقافي وحياتي وتغطي باستمرار كل شيء جديد في دول الخليج العربي خصوصا لما يتعلق الموضوع بالمشهد الثقافي المتطور تقدر تحصل أو تحصلين النسخة المطبوعة بالاشتراك أو النسخة الإلكترونية من خلال الموقع الإلكتروني خليجيسك.com بودكاست لونش اون فاير اول بودكاست كويتي حاصل على جائزه الكويت للمحتوى الالكتروني لعام 2015 
Okay, great. Let's continue our conversation right now and let's talk about successful entrepreneurs. What common things do they have to do to be successful with managing their time? They do They do two things at different times of day. First off, uh, that I think is very notable. One is they the first hour of the day and the last hour of the day. Entrepreneurs are very good at maximizing those two periods of time. I'm not saying that they don't do anything in between, by the way. Um, there's a, a theory about the first 18 minutes of the day can actually set you on the path to a successful day. It's about planning. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Failing to plan is planning to fail. The first 18 minutes of the day, or first hour of the day, could be things such as this. Um, you obviously got a morning routine. We can't, we cannot eliminate that. It's going to take time. So this hour has to be found mm-hmm. and, and, and it has to be uh, a very um, rigidly um, used. Um, it could be 30 minutes of exercise. It could be meditation. It could be prayer. It could be taking deep breaths to, to getting your energy level up. It could be going for a quick walk, taking the dog for a walk, um, walking on, along the beach. Um, as my way is first 30 minutes is I use the interval method of training. I do sprints, um, jog, sprint, jog, sprint, jog, and you maximize your exercise. It's been proven. Mm-hmm. It's called high intensity training and you maximize your exercise in a minimum period of time. Now that's how I've cut down on that hour and a half of going to the gym and there's nothing wrong with going to the gym but getting ready preparing uh, yourself mentally physically as well hour and a half awesome Um, even if you even if you're just going to you know do another sport so i i do that even my cycling is is condensed now because i need to find time Mm -hmm. the other hour and by the way there's other things you can do and that is make your to-do list Mm -hmm. that's that that's a given what am i going to do today that has a high added value to what i'm what i'm here in this organization to do Mm -hmm. and that will measure my performance help me meet my objectives and therefore get that bonus um at the end of the uh, financial year which you Mm -hmm. of course you work towards but you've got to do it you've got to do it in a concentrated effort definitely the other hour i'm talking talking about the hour at the end of the day, um, that's to contemplate what have I done? What have I accomplished? What could I do better? Um, And maybe just to to, to sort of quietly, it doesn't have to be exactly an hour, it could be 30 minutes, but just to quietly contemplate, um, how was that today? How did I do? Um, and what can I do better? And what can I eliminate? Um, my, my job is to help people to maximize their time earners and minimize their time wasters. You know, this is a great technique and, and method that most of the entrepreneurs, they should adopt on their daily routine, I would say. Evaluating, planning, and checking where are they exactly in the planner, where, what things they have to get done. So, can you give us a story that emphasizes on that, especially a story from one of your own previous experiences, maybe with entrepreneurs or large organizations? Yeah, this is about an entrepreneur in in Scandinavia. The Nordic countries are known for their um, telecommunications expertise. Mm -hmm. And um, I know somebody up there in Stockholm who runs a company that's in all the Nordic countries. That is Norway, Finland, uh, Denmark, Sweden. And he calls in to to Stockholm all the managers, all his directors in those different cities. So let's say there's about 12 people in the meeting. And meetings are, by the way, one thing that some entrepreneurs are excellent at, and I'll give you another uh, story on that later if you want, Mm -hmm. about uh, minimizing meeting time and maximizing the results. But what this guy has, if the meeting's going off track, if it's not, if it's not, uh, if it doesn't have the maximum results that he's looking for, he turns on the clock. Now, it's a clock on the wall that he had made. It wasn't that expensive. And that clock is fed all the combined salaries of the managers who are at that meeting. So his secretary feeds all that in, right? Mm-hmm. And that is per hour. So 
And that includes the airfares, the accommodation, their, their daily wage, which you can easily work out. Your daily wage will give you a good idea of your value. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he'll turn the clock on and say, gentlemen and ladies, stop. Have a look at the clock. And so everybody gazes up at the clock and it has a figure. It will say in U.S. dollars, this meeting so far with no results and a lot of waffle has cost us you know, $8,456.23. What are we going to do about it? He doesn't have to say anything. Turns the clock off and says, let's continue. Um, and he, he probably presses that clock on four or five occasions during the, during the day because he brought them for the whole day. True. So fair enough, the meeting's for the whole day. But if they're not getting good results from the meeting, you need to know what is that meeting actually costing? And a lot of people don't have that in their minds. Um, you know, going to meetings is one of the most, well, it is identified in the top five time wasters, but they could be time earners. A good meeting should have good results based on a good agenda and good chairmanship. If you Definitely. don't have those things, not going to happen. Definitely. And I agree 100% to what you said, because we have seen it over and over and over again. When we go to meetings, a lot of people, they actually waste time not to reach the objective. <laughs> and sometimes they plan the meeting for, let's say, an hour. And then suddenly it's two, three hours down on the road. And what they have accomplished is maybe something Min- minimal. minimal. Because True. possibly, the ch- possibly, call it, they didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how many times I've heard colleagues as we walk out of another three-hour meeting when I was with organizations. Um, I, d- I can't remember how many times they said, well, that was another waste of time. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a damning um, comment on the leadership of, of the manager who ran the meeting, indeed the CEO or managing director. And usually they feel bad about that comment. How well, they if, they, if they knew what their staff were saying, that's the only thing. What scares me sometimes is their unawareness mm-hmm. of what they're doing. Now, remember I said awareness, awareness and consistency. Mm-hmm. Young people will ask me when I'm doing coaching, uh, uh, Mr. Rick, what are the two names, what are the two words you can give me that have the biggest impact on my career? And I say awareness and consistency. There are three types of people in the world. One group, they they're not aware anything's going on. The second group are aware that some things are happening and they're in touch with it, but they're not quite sure of everything. Mm-hmm. And the third group, and make sure you're in this group, you're in tap. You're in touch with both the internal and external, the micro and macro environmental um, environment in which you're you're living. You've got to know what's going on. You've got to be aware. Awesome. So why entrepreneurs consistently successful in managing their time and others really struggle when we talk about startups? Sure. Okay. In, in startups, because they're aware that while their their young team generally are there, they're not doing they're, they're, they're not uh, being creative, they're not contributing. Mm-hmm. The longer entrepreneur keeps his team inside that office, the less they're doing outside. In any case, there are some hopeful signs uh, called for the future, and I'm a great supporter of the young people who are starting up businesses today. They're very exciting, but they're also starting up better habits. Um, awesome. A lot of the bad habits of time management are really held over from years past mm-hmm. and the young people today they might be more flexible in time so they have flexi time it might be a casual office and indeed it is mm-hmm. it might be as um google had 20 percent of your week you could spend on on developing your own ideas um and that's where gmail came out of by the way i mm-hmm. mean it's it's fantastic uh so i i, I think it take many a brave manager to say you can spend 25 20 of your week doing a project that is intrapreneurial intra that's intrapreneurial to this organization uh, it's not going to happen but google did it and look what came out of it but it's a it's a bit challenging because you have to manage your time for running your daily work and then you have another <laughs> 
another 20% or 30% going for innovation. So that requires really a very good time management. Otherwise, everything will be mixed up. It, it, it does. That's why I say they're good at it. And, 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 and there's another term that's, uh, you know, a book was written about it. Work smarter, not harder. Um, and work differently as well. Mm -hmm. We spend an awful lot of time on paperwork, on low value items and so forth. If you go into a startup, if you go into one of these very creative organizations, you won't see a lot of papers on the desk. You won't see a lot of files hanging around the place. Mm -hmm. And you won't see people in little cubicles um, you know, shifting things all the time, or indeed on the, on on the, on, the, on their laptops, they're doing things. They're moving mm -hmm. about. They're having meetings, but they're stand up meetings. Some of the best meetings are in these um, entrepreneurial environments, as you know. Um, and the the manager will say, or the the, the leader, or one of the team, uh, "Come on, guys, we need it. We need to solve a problem. Uh, we need to brainstorm. We've got 20 minutes. Here's a flip chart. All grab your coffee. Let's go." Mm -hmm. 20 minutes later, everybody disperses and they go back to their routines. So. And the other thing about that, of course, is another u unique situation. And, and I don't, well, it can't happen everywhere. It's, n it's not going to happen everywhere. And that is time is not kept. In a way, time is more, you're given the ability, if I can say, to manage your time more carefully yourself. Mm -hmm. Because these places have, and I've spent time in them to learn about how they operate. They have expectations of you, absolutely. Mm -hmm. But they uh, enable you, if you like, to get on with it in your own pace, your own style. So from all the lessons that you discovered from all the failures that you have seen in corporates, maybe large all the, corporations, all the failures I've experienced, you mean? <laughs> you yourself or your absolutely, clients, absolutely. you know, yeah. what is the number one important lesson you have learned or discovered? I, uh, with time management. Yep. It's, it's hard to say the one, but I can, I, I think I can do it. Um, being realistic, being real, realistic and understanding that you can't do everything. And therefore, if you can't do everything, there's two things you can do. One is set priorities for yourself. What are my main priorities for today, for this week, for this month? So therefore, planning is involved there. And the second one, and it's really about leadership, and that is delegation. You delegate to help develop other people. The bosses, the managers, directors, whatever, are who are failing, are failing because they're trying to do it all themselves. They are not realistic about their abilities. You mentioned earlier about the 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it has never stretched to 30 and never will. And the other point is that I kind of find humorous, but in a nice way, people say, ah, I just don't got enough, I, I just don't have enough time in the 24 hours to get it all done. Well, nobody has ever had more than 24 hours. Nothing mm -hmm. has changed. Um, today, we have tools and we have technology, which was supposed to help us manage our time better. And I'm not sure if it's the smart use of technology, smart use of the wonderful tools that won't help us to, to, to conquer this time problem. Um, I'm, all, I'm all for them, obviously. I use them myself, but I try to be discerning, careful. But it's all about your behavior. How do you use them and when to use them? And what purpose do you have? Right? It, it, yeah, there's a certain amount, as you touched on it earlier, there's a certain amount of mental uh, effort that's required. And, and, and as I said to you, everything that you work hard on is worth it if, mm -hmm. in the end if you get somewhere with it. Mm -hmm. I will not save um, months and months of your year. I cannot do that. And I haven't done it myself. So if anybody has a tip, I'd love to hear it. But I have saved myself, and I can say that hand over heart, I've saved myself quite a number of weeks, I would say, mm -hmm. in my year which is a not a multiplier effect what is it it's a catalyst to 
do more. It's momentum. That's it. The point I'm making is that you can move from one hour a week to two hours a week to three hours and watch that momentum build. It's wonderful. But with delegation, that's a problem even with entrepreneurs. So they are afraid when they delegate a task or a project or an idea to someone they want to be successful in executing it, maybe. Yes. They, they believe that they can do it all because <laughs> they are successful what they do and, and they don't have time to waste on mistakes that others they do when they delegate. So why do they think that somebody will do better than you? I mean, look, any CEO I coach says to me privately, because that's what I'm paid for, it's private, Mm -hmm. um, he says, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I say, well, do you have anybody in your team who is? Oh, yeah, I've got a financial expert and I've got an IT expert and I've got a procurement or whatever it might be that he's not good at. I said, are you using them? And then there's silence, of course. Well, not so far. I said, give them a chance. If they know more about that field than you and you've just admitted that to me, why aren't you delegating that portion of your job to, to those someone people? who's so good? Yeah. And why aren't you, if I may say, sir, <laughs> Mr. Mm -hmm. CEO, why aren't you preparing other people to move into your job? If heaven forbid you cannot be here next week for whatever reason, there has to be somebody able to move into your position. If mm -hmm. you're not delegating as well, you're not developing people, you're not showing your trust in people, mm -hmm. and you're not giving them the meaning, meaning in their jobs because they want to stretch, young True. people especially. They're just saying to me, to, to anybody, and I had that in my team in this last year I worked as a, as a head of training. They're just saying in their eyes, give it to me. Let me show you what I can do. And I was more than happy. Awesome. Well, this is great and outstanding. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to ask you for actually giving us an example to, to showcase the power of time management when we talk about startups and small businesses. There is a couple of things. One thing that comes to mind is a theory that I came up with myself, and that's called smart distribution of work. And it's linked to delegation. And it's a long, it, well, long, it takes 15 minutes on a flip chart, but I have to, I, I, I condense that down. Mm -hmm. Basically, you look at the number of tasks that have to be done in your organization. Mm -hmm. right? Let's say it's a business unit. And then you look at the people that you have. Let's say you have 12 people. Mm -hmm. And your job is to smartly match those jobs, in other words, delegate, assign to those 12 people. But most likely, if you sit down and look, you're assigning most of the best jobs to the A players. You say you, most organizations have A, B, and C players, the old GE sure. model, right? Mm -hmm. And so who do you pass the ball to normally? If you want, as you said, you want to get the job done, you want it done right, you want to play it safe? You'll go with A players. You go with the A players. What, what's wrong with the B and C? What's happening to them? They're floundering. They're saying they're getting frustrated. They're looking at the ads for the next job. Um, they're saying, well, if I'm not going to be trusted here, if I'm not going to be given the chance to grow and show what I can do, I'll go somewhere where I can. Mm -hmm. And they tell me this. I mean, this is a fact. So um, you better start using them. <laughs> Definitely. If, if they course. need training, you train them. Mm -hmm. So to go back to the smart distribution theory I have, that is that you have to allocate to teams. Everything's done by teams today. Um, Lou Gerstner, who took over um, at um, IBM, he, he, he changed everything from, from individuals to teams because mm -hmm. teams will always get things done better. So one of the parts of the theory is you delegate to a team. Together, everyone achieves more. T-E-A-M. Mm -hmm. Together, everyone achieves more. So you get a, you get a, let's say it's a difficult task. So you better have out of the 12, two A players. You better have two B and a C. Why is that? Well, the B want to move up to A, and they're, obviously they can. 
Most of us are B players, by the way, myself. A players are extraordinary. Um, they overstretch, they overaccomplish, they are incredible performers. C are either new employees or those who have been overlooked and are floundering. So C will learn from being in this team and C will have a role to play in this team. And so those five people carry forward on the job that has to be done. Mm -hmm. And most likely they'll do a great job. C will learn, B will move closer to A, and A will be leaders and do what they're just good at doing. But to do this, you have to know what are the ingredients of the job and what are the jobs, um, what are the performance reviews, what are the performances of the, of the 12 people I have? Because I tell you, most managers, most leaders do not know much about their teams. They don't know as much as they should know. Mm -hmm. And when they get round to the bi-yearly or yearly re um, uh, review. performance review, the which is the worst part of an employee's life, and it's not much fun for the um, um, person who's giving the review. When you get round to that, he doesn't know much about them and he's, he's winning it and they're getting more frustrated and they're saying, but sir, didn't you realize that I carried that project forward? Didn't you realize that a customer was happy? And he's, he doesn't know about this. So delegation is smart. Awesome. It's a great methodology that you shared with us, but what could be the impact of using that powerful methodology in a startup or small business in your personal opinion? Sure. Um, I think in a small business, uh, and if you're a small business, you might be talking 10 or less. I'm not sure. Every Most of the time, it's less. Less than that. Everybody who's on that team is, is carrying a weight and a responsibility that will have an impact on the rest of the team. So you really can't be on a small team and not, make, not be making a contribution. Mm -hmm. Plus, one of the, uh, if I can refer back to that year I took off where I actually was like going back to school to manage 25 people. They, what I ex uh, got them to do is cross train. Um, I had some people, older and younger, who were only doing one job. So when I called all 25 in individually over a week and I had chats to them, mm -hmm. I said, what are you doing? Oh, I'm doing, I'm teaching such and such. I said, well, that's great. What about something else? He said, well, no, 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 this is my expertise. This is what I do. This is, see all those qualifications on the wall? I said, yeah, but I want you to do more. And he said, why? I said, because we're a small team and we have to cross train. And I'm, I'm canceling courses because I don't have people available. Mm -hmm. I can never do that. I'm losing money. And so I had to pull some of the people out of the old way into mm -hmm. the new way, out of their comfort zone, into awesome. a new paradigm. And it was difficult. Well, usually it's difficult for a lot of people, especially not using any methodology or systems in place. Yeah. Speaking about that, what tools would you recommend for time management? Uh well, planning, of course, is, is obviously there. Um, mm -hmm. Having an agenda every day, having a sheet, printing it out, and having it with you, both hard copy and obviously soft copy, um, so you can refer to it. In fact, I've got mine for today somewhere here in these papers. I know what's there, by the way. Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> I know what I've got to do today, and this is a major part of the day. I know my priorities set, mm -hmm. and I may be able to allocate for myself, um, and this is important too, by the way, very important for the balance of life, is to allocate for some time for myself, underlining myself. This is very important. Mm -hmm. If you can't find t time for yourself anymore, uh, it's uh, a pretty bad state. So I need an hour at some time today. I go for a walk. I get fresh air. I might go to the gym. I might just sit and just close my eyes and think about Monday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. Well, having the me time is important. The time <laughs> is important. Yeah. But, but, to add, to add to that list um, is to have a plan, um, not just for the day, which I keep talking about, but also for the week, the month, and the year. Definitely. And to have a goal. That's another tool, a very simple tool. That keep you going. Well, the goal is with the end in mind, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, the goal is where you want to end up. And um, 
If I have time, I'll tell you a quick story. Oh, go ahead. Which I'll be telling the group. Um, it's called The Everest Story. It's a Canadian friend of mine who grew up in Toronto. And he was a little bit of an adventurer. But from the age of 12, um, he wanted to climb Mount Everest. Um, and, okay, I have to fast forward. He, he got married and he kept procrastinating and putting it off and putting it. He turned 42 and his wife, he just got married. His wife said, if you're going to climb Mount Everest, you got to do it now. I want to have a family and I want a father for that family. By the way, climbing Mount Everest is no... Do- no um, walk in the forest it's tough and Mm -hmm. and is dangerous obviously so he paid the forty thousand dollars to a new zealand company to take him up um the week before they got him and his mate got to Kathmandu, and they're sitting drinking coffee looking at mount everest and barry said to his friend um i can't do it i can't do it and his friend said what what what, what do you mean you can't do it he said i can't i can't climb mount everest i'll never make it and he said why you say they said look at it and he got his friend to put his coffee cup down and look up and yeah, it's awesome. It's frightening. But that's what you've been dreaming about. You paid 40000 You promised your wife you give it your best shot. You can't pull out now. He said, I don't care about the money. They sat and he talked, as good friends do, he talked them through it. He said, listen, you're looking at an insurmountable task. Let's break up Mount Everest into chunks, manageable chunks. Can you climb to the base camp? Yep, no problem. Fine. You promise me when we get to the base camp, we'll have another conversation about camp, about camp number one, I think it's called, and then camp number two, three, four, and then the final ascent. Cut the, again, I have to cut the story short. That's what they did. At every stage, he turned to him and said, Barry, what are we doing? He said, I'm going forward. He had a few doubts here, there, and a few hesitations. Definitely. And especially the final ascent, which is awfully scary. Uh, Barry told me as a friend, he said, oh. but he said, the elation and he filmed himself. He had two minutes to film himself on his camera to do a selfie on the top of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. And two-minute film, which he showed at a seminar I held just to feature him and his inspirational story. It proves that you can do something if you break it up into manageable chunks. We all have our Mount Everest. I've mm-hmm. got a few pending. And they're scary. But you've got to break these things up into ch- manageable chunks. Exactly. Richard, we'll take a tiny break right now and we'll continue our conversation after this tiny break. Just to say thank you to our sponsors. والحين خلونا نشكر الشركات الراعيه لبودكاست لونش اون فاير، الراعي الذهبي، طلبات.com، مجموعه ايسس، المستقبل، اسنان تاور، وشوكلت نس، ونشكر الجهات الاعلاميه الراعيه بعد، سنسكيب ومجله خليجسك. طلبات.com اول موقع الكتروني وتطبيق لطلب الاكل اونلاين في الكويت ودول مجلس التعاون الخليجي علشان تطلب الاكل اونلاين وتطلع على اخر عروض المطاعم زور موقع طلبات.com او نزل تطبيق طلبات على الاندرويد والاي او اس والويندوز مجموعة ايسس واحدة من الشركات المتخصصة في مجال تقنية المعلومات المتنقلة تاسست في 2004 وعندها خبرة ومعرفة في قطاع الاتصالات في الشرق الاوسط وافريقيا واحد من تطبيقاتها برنامج بايت على الاندرويد والاي او اس تقدر تدفع فواتيرك عن طريق هالابلكيشن الاسنان هي سحر جاذبيه اي واحد فينا ابتسامتك لازم تكون متميزه لان في البزنس لها دور في مستوى تاثيرك في الناس اللي حواليك اسنان تاور اكبر العيادات في الشرق الاوسط والمتميزه في علاج وتجميل الاسنان في الكويت اتصل على اسنان تاور واحجز موعدك اليوم على 257-3666 شوكلتنس أول مشروع كويتي متخصص بصناعة وإنتاج الملتن كيك بدأ برأس مال 500 دولار وعقبها توسع وصار عنده خمس فروع منهم فرعين يقدمون فيهم قائمة طعام متكاملة بالإضافة لمصنع للإنتاج في الكويت اتصل واطلب 
على 229-960-606 أو زوروا موقعهم الإلكتروني chocolatenest.net شركة السينما الكويتية الوطنية سينسكيب عندهم أكثر من 11 ألف كرسي في 11 موقع في الكويت أفلامهم متنوعة من أكشن وكوميديا ودراما ورعب وإثارة وتشويق مع سينسكيب تعيش الدور وأكثر من 60 سنة وسينسكيب في خدمتكم خليجيسك مجلة كويتية مميزة لها نمط ثقافي وحياتي وتغطي باستمرار كل شيء جديد في دول الخليج العربي خصوصا لما يتعلق الموضوع بالمشهد الثقافي المتطور تقدر تحصل أو تحصلين النسخة المطبوعة بالاشتراك أو النسخة الإلكترونية من خلال الموقع الإلكتروني خليجيسك.com بودكاست لونش اون فاير اول بودكاست كويتي حاصل على جائزه الكويت للمحتوى الالكتروني لعام 2015 اوكي اند وي ار باك تو اور كونفرزيشن ريتشارد وات وود بي ذا نمبر 1 ادفايس ذات يو وود جيف انتربرنورز تو تيك ذير تايم مانجمنت تو ذا نيكست ليفل ان يور بيرسونال اوبينيون فيجواليز يور سيلف being a better time manager and what that is going to mean to your life for yourself, for your colleagues. And please don't forget for your family, mm-hmm. because any time that I've wasted in my life has, has and, and big chunks sometimes, um, has had an impact on my wife and sons. And they, they didn't deserve that. Different. <laughs> so visualize yourself in a better situation, obviously implementing some of the tools that we talk about. And, and check the impact of that time management into your life and into your business oh, as well if you're an entrepreneur. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, infectious. Good time management. Others watch and they observe. Great. If you just recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, I mentioned um, Working Smarter, Not Harder. I th- I've liked that one. And also um, The Procrastinator's Guide to Time Management is also mm-hmm. a good one. And... Um, Oh, a couple of famous. Oh, well, one gentleman's coming to. Um, I just have to think of his name now. He's coming to do it. David uh, Allen. David, thank you. Getting things da- done. Yeah, getting things done. And uh, I think this is a tremendous book and a tremendous speaker. And I'm, I'm looking forward to his seminar. Honestly, I can imagine because I read his book eight years ago. It has a mass- yeah. maximum impact in my business and my life. I hear this every part of the world I travel. You know, we talk about this, and and, and they mention David's book. So obviously, I, that has to be near the top of the list. Lovely, Richard. What would you say to Launch on Fire podcast listeners? Whatever position that you're in in your organization. Remember that the time that you have for the job that you have should be spent as pleasurable as possible. I have a a great saying about fun. Um, I think fun at the office is fundamental. And that's why I like some of these young, I'd love to work for a startup, a young entrepreneur, they actually enjoy their work. Why can't that be for larger organizations? If you're a manager out there, try to make the work meaningful. Make sure that you take care with the time that people have devoted or, or have to, some in some cases, sadly, have to spend in the office and maximize it. You, you've got a group of people in front of you. What is the, you know, and they represent certain number of hours a week that you have them for. And I, I, I don't want to tell anybody what to do, but I always try to get my team to leave work reasonably on time. Some mm-hmm. volunteer, they enjoy them work so much that I'm the one who's leaving before them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying, because I'm the manager, and I'm thinking, well, I should be the last one out of the door. And they say, no, Mr. Richard, go. I'm okay. I say, are you sure? He said, yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. 
I said, okay, awesome. I'm not going to stop you then. That's great. Can you give us one piece of guidance how our listeners can find you and reach out to you? Well, my uh, partner here in Kuwait is most definitely Vigar Enterprises. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dealings with them have always been professional. I'm a trainer who travels, well, I've trained in 54 countries. And I've dealt with lots of different training organizations mm-hmm. once. Um, I'd like to deal with Vigar more than once. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, that'll, that will be impacted on how everything goes, which I'm sure it'll be great. Are you available in social media so we can follow you? Yes, yes. There is uh, a couple of things happening. Some young entrepreneurs, actually, Singaporean, great mm-hmm. kids. They um, have been brave enough to uh, use me for the leadership app. And mm-hmm. I that will be on my website in the near future when it's being launched. There's a lot of technical, as you know, yeah, definitely. a lot of technical issues at the moment. Um, Singapore is a very uh, technically minded. If you go on the MRT, that's a subway. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing something. <laughs> it's unbelievable um, as they are here. So I'm very excited at this point in my career to be included in that. I'm doing, uh, I'm, I'm a great fan of uh, e-learning. I'm producing some courses where I will introduce it and carry people through, a, you know, a, a series of, of learnings that way. That's I'm writing a book. I'm sadly not ready. Um, again, time. Takes time. Take t- I could tell you about time and writing a book. That's, uh, that's another story altogether. All People think it's easy, but no, it's no, not. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you, yeah, when you, when you start planning it on a piece of paper, and I've still got that piece of paper, you say, now, if I do five pages a day, that's 25 a week. My goodness, I can have this done in two months. Uh-uh. No, doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> awesome. Wish you all the best. One page you. a day would have been would have been a better uh, better to under promise and over deliver. They say. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Wish you all the best with your upcoming you, new book. And on behalf of our listeners, thank you so much for sharing the information, ideas, and experience with us today. And we hope you enjoy your stay in Kuwait. Uh, so far, it's been wonderful. I hope I can come back many times. Thank you for your courtesy, You're your most professionalism. Welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. والحين وصلنا لنهاية حلقة اليوم من بودكاست لونش اون فاير المتخصص والمهتم في عالم إدارة الأعمال والمشاريع الصغيرة والمتوسطة. البودكاست موجود في الآيتونز تقدرون تتابعون حلقاتنا وتسوون سبسكرايب من خلال برنامج البودكاست الموجود في الآب ستور لأجهزة آبل، الآيباد والآيباد والآيفون بالإضافة إلى برنامج ستيتشر الموجود في كل الأجهزة أو عن طريق موقع البودكاست www.launchonfire.com وهم تابع حساباتنا في مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي at launchonfire وإذا عندكم أحد مهتم في إدارة الأعمال والمشاريع الصغيرة والمتوسطة دزوا لينك الموقع أو سووا له منشن في مواقع التواصل الاجتماعي ونلقاكم في الحلقة الجاية.